When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman, Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. Oh, my mic's not. Yeah. Hello. And Cassie Schrader. Disaster. I turned my mic off so I can answer the call. Well, that's true. That's a good point. We'll be right back. Special guest coming up next with the family. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. A justice flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. We are rocking out, ladies and gentlemen. This is one of my favorite Stone songs, actually. It really is. Ladies and gentlemen, Larry Alex Taunton. How are you doing, Larry Alex Taunton? How are you? I'm doing very well. How about yourself? Marvelous. I have to start the interview by telling you up front that there are two women who are, who are semi-famous 
Uh, being from the town of Browerville, Minnesota, do you know who one of those might be, Larry, from Browerville, Minnesota? I do not, but let me say this very quickly. I'm having great difficulty in hearing you. You are? Really? Okay, you want me to talk louder? Is that yes. Be- is that better, Larry? Uh, if you can give me a little bit more volume, that would be helpful. I'm just barely awesome. hearing you. Uh, can we, we let's try back. to call. Yeah, let's try to call back. Okay, I'll get a call Thanks, back number. Thanks. I don't know why that happened. My, my. My, my, my. Well, goddamn. In any case, yeah, he'll, she'll, uh, we'll get Larry to call back. Hopefully he'll get on it. It just uh, does happen once in a while. As wonderful as digital is supposed to be, it fails miserably at times, yeah. which I don't know. Phone really connections well, sometimes can be bad. And it seems, too, when we have these conference calls in, it, it, oh, yeah, the it, conference call, it yeah. causes oh, that yeah. issue. So yeah, let me try in. and get a con- yeah. hold of them. That's much better. I will step out of the room in. for this one. I'm stepping out of the room whether you like it or not. I'm just telling you. Yeah, so we'll get Larry back on because he's going to be a really good guest. But uh, we just got to make sure he's got a nice clear line. Yes. Um, basically, just looking at the news, I don't know if you know, but El Baghdadi's dead. Your uh-huh. buddy. Your clothes. What do you mean, who? <laughs> you don't know who El Baghdadi is? I couldn't pick El Baghdadi out of a two man lineup with Denzel Washington. Like the, it's not a rap star. The world's most dangerous terrorist. They just killed him over the weekend. Mm. I like this, though. Comics pay tribute to Chappelle for the big honor. He was given the Mark Twain Award. I still think he's one of the funniest human beings on earth, mm-hmm. but now some people don't like him because he's being honest. Yeah. They don't like being honest. Yeah, now he's just essentially just a social commentary of what's going on. And which is why which I think he's is, funny. Yeah, hilarious. I think he's great because he does that, absolutely. He's hilarious. <laughs> he referred to the LGBT community as the alphabet people. The alphabet. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> what is wrong with that? It's funny. Well, God, I saw... <laughs> Jesus. I if I can find it. I saw Settle down with a that. flyer on a... Like a picture of a flyer on a university campus. And the acronym oh, no. they used... Oh, no. ...was just ridiculous. I don't know if they I can use find it. Though. All right, I'll do a story while you're looking for it. That's not a problem. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't. I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, according to the uh, news uh, sites, the impeachment's still going on. <laughs> so I didn't realize that was still happening. But you know. Okay, here we go. I found it. Oh, you found it? It's inclusiveness training for LGBTQAAPP. People. What does that stand for? <laughs> Your what hurts? Uh, <laughs> Your what hurts? Lesbian, gay, gender, queer, bisexual, transsexual, transgender, two-spirit, intersex, queer, questioning, asexual, allies, pansexual, and polyamorous. Okay. Cool. I thought you couldn't say Q anymore. No, they brought they Q back. They okay. we don't. Okay. Well, you can say queer now, can't you? Or can they, only, can they only they say queer? Here's what I'd like. You know what I really like? I need a rule book. Let's get back to the days when, you know, uh, people could have shut up about somebody else's sexuality. Because I never did give a rat's ass. But now, you know, I hear your side of it and their side of it. And that's all I get to hear. And then we're kind of caught in the middle. I don't Mm. care what you do with your bits and pieces. No. It's good. I hope you're happy. Stay away from the kids and the dogs. That's about it, though. (laughs) Right? You stay away from the animals and the kids. And I don't give a... I don't care. I never did care. I don't know, whatever. But is that a religious thing, mostly, that you don't like gay people because of religion? Or is it just you don't like yeah, gay but, people? Like, you even see, like, nowadays there's a church on, like, I think it's going down Lindale or Hennepin or something like that, where mm-hmm. they have 
on they like have a rainbow flag in front of their oh, okay. church and like all oh, that's right. Yeah, so yeah. I think it's like even religious wise, it's, it's some people say no, it's bad, but it's people are coming around. I think. I would think. Yeah. I mean, now, who like, cares anymore? So. Whatever. So as soon as you're reconnected and everything's good to go, we'll be good to go as well. Yeah, he's on. Larry, can you hear me well, better now? Yes, I can, Tom. Good. Wonderful, Larry. Thanks for your patience, Larry. Conference I appreciate it. Conference calls just don't work very well. Yeah, conference calls are make it a little difficult, difficult once in a while. So anyway, Larry, Alex Taunton, our very special guest, spectator.org. Um, and I can't tell you yet the, the reason that Tom is, excuse me, that Larry is called. But there are two women, the only two women from a t- small town in Minnesota, Browerville, Minnesota. Um, one of them would be my mother, and the other one would be Tom Brady's mother. So that town, <laughs> that town has two women who gave birth to two severely overrated guys, Larry. That's all I'm saying. What do you uh, well, uh, in, uh, in, in, in both of you, I am sure, are married to very beautiful women. It's true. Yes, we are. You're absolutely right about that. He might have a little more athletic uh, ability than I do. Just a little, though. Than most people. Although, Larry, from what you say, maybe he doesn't. Well, you know, my argument, Tom, isn't that he isn't a great quarterback. Right. Um, and in fact, uh, I'm, I say very clearly in my piece that he is a great quarterback and certainly deserves to be ranked among the greatest. But I am, I am arguing degrees of greatness here. I'm saying that he can't be called the GOAT, that is, the greatest of all time. Right. No, I understand that. You know, look, I, I'm a Tom Brady fan. He seems to handle himself. I, I, I've never met him, never even talked to him. But he seems to carry him, comport himself well, carry a little class with him and all the rest of it. He's fun to watch. I mean, he's got it all. Uh, no doubt, a beautiful wife, as you point out. He's very successful. He, they both. Uh, she makes more dough than he does, actually. So he's got it all. Is that one of the reasons why some people either love him or hate him? Because... Because if you got all that, some people love you for it, and other people hate you for it. But you're just talking about ability, right? Yes, I am. Uh, I'm just talking in terms of ability. And listen, to be clear, I, I like Brady. I right, think, right. I think Tom Brady is a is a tremendous um, quarterback and deserves to be in that conversation. However, I don't think you can call him a goat for this reason. And, okay. and to be clear, I don't think you can name anyone. Um, the goat, and right. that is because the rules of the game have changed so radically uh, in recent years. Um, certainly, in the last you know decade, um, the rules have tilted in favor of quarterbacks and in favor of offenses. And in the piece that I've written, and you go to Larry Alex Taunton, uh, that's T A U N T O N dot com. Uh, the New York Post, by the way, picked up my piece and. Um, responded to it saying that they uh, that they essentially agreed with my assertion. Now, I should say it is the New York Post, not the Boston Globe. <laughs> yes, um, that's true. The, the New York Post, they are not big Tom Brady fans for obvious reasons. But the but the game has, has changed so hugely. And I link in my piece to some of those classic old NFL films. You know, you remember those that show guys like Ray Nitschke and Dick Butkus leveling quarterbacks, and, 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 and it, it appears that literally trying to rip the heads off of some of them. The only players who play like that these days are guys like, say, Dantes Burfax, uh, who is a pariah 
uh, in the league. The guy, uh, you know, has been fined multiple times. He's recently been suspended. The way he plays is very consistent with the with the Butkuses and the the Ray Nitschkes and the Jack Tatum's of old. Um, but the game today, uh, even an in, inadvertent hand to the face of a quarterback, will yield you um, a 15 yard penalty. And of course, this is a massive advantage to yeah. guys like Brady and right. Aaron Rodgers and. Um, you know, Peyton Manning when he was still playing, that they enjoyed and quite rightly, um, you know, took advantage of um, to uh, um, to the detriment of, of defenses. But these were things that guys like, you know, somebody that you would certainly know as uh, Fran Tarkington and sure. Kenny Stabler and, and uh, Terry Bradshaw, these guys didn't have these kinds of advantages. Uh, and that, that, that also applies to, to wide receivers. Wide receivers – um, you know, uh, the flag is thrown much more rapidly in pass interference than it once was. And so the, all of the, the, these rule changes have changed the game in such a way that you True. can't really compare a Brady to, say, a Bradshaw or a Bart Starr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you talk about total dominance of a sport. Bart Starr did that in his era. Uh, Tom, Tom Brady's doing it now. So of current quarterbacks, he could be... The greatest of all decade. <laughs> Not of all time, but I don't know. He, he is a great quarterback, but I understand exactly what you're saying. The things uh, I, I remember seeing guys basically getting their head taken off by a defensive mm-hmm. back and no flag. That's just yeah. how the game no worked. No, it was encouraged and celebrated. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was like John Lynch when he played for the Buccaneers. Yeah, oh, and, God, yeah. and let me oh, use yeah. this. Let me, let me throw this in, Tom, into the, uh, um, in, into the conversation to, to drive home point um we often use in 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 sports commentary things like this you know tom brady had a record of i don't know i don't remember what their record was but let's say it was something like seven and four um against peyton manning well that's that's silly to say that at no time were tom brady and peyton manning on the field at the same time 50 percent of of every game a quarterback is on the bench um, there are far too many other factors that he does not control. So you can't say that he's the greatest when there are so many variables, the coach, the offensive line, the running game, the defense. Um, a guy who was a hero for me when I was coming along was Dan Marino. Dan Marino never enjoyed the kind of defenses right. that, uh, that, that Tom Brady has had. He had arguably one of the greatest offensive lines, but he never had a good running game. And this was a guy who was consistently, you know, uh, having games where that where he'd score forty five points and they would still lose. Yeah, <laughs> um, Brady yeah. Brady doesn't find himself in those kind of circumstances. So I'm actually one of those guys who thinks that Peyton Manning deserves to be, you know, considered to be just as good um, as Brady, given what he was up against. He was drafted by an awful franchise. I think he had something like four or five head coaches, um, far more offensive coordinators. Uh, you know, this is this was a guy who accomplished a lot, lacking the stability um, that Tom Brady has enjoyed in the Kraft Belichick era. I love that. Now, uh, Larry, where are you from originally, Larry? Well, see, this is part of the thing. See, I'm, I'm from Alabama. 
And oh, uh, okay. as an Alabama fan, I was I was in the stadium when uh, Peyton Manning had his breakout game against my beloved Crimson Tide. Sure. So I couldn't wait for Peyton Manning <laughs> undergraduate. Uh, so I can hardly be called a Tennessee or Peyton Manning um, homer. But even there, I wouldn't say that he was he was the goat. Um, I wouldn't put him in in that class. God, one of my favorite Alabama stories of all time. We have a family friend who he's a very conservative man. There's no doubt about that. But you know, we have some friends that are liberal, some that are conservative. We have friends all over the board. But he, everywhere he goes. It's Bama this and Bama that and Crimson Tide and Roll Tide. I mean, it's everywhere he goes. You hear about it? One of my favorite stories of all time, his entire golf bag, because I used to play a lot of golf with him, was all about Alabama. It said Alabama, and then on the, on the zipper pocket above where you put your golf balls, it just said Bama, right? Well, some smartass snuck into the locker room uh, and into the bag room one night, Next morning, we come out to play a little golf, and there on his bag, somebody had pasted an O, so it said Obama. <laughs> it was one of the great. He well, was so angry. It was you messed up my bag, that, man. That was the double whammy. That's that the double whammy, whammy for him, Alabama, exactly. Unlike Minnesota, unlike Minnesota, Alabama is a traditionally um, conservative yes. state. Obama, I probably don't need to tell you this, did not carry. The state of Alabama. No, no, and, he did uh, not. <laughs> did he did not carry it in 08 or uh, or in '12? Um, but you know, Alabama fans, um, people in the state of Alabama, they love football. They love college football, and also, unlike uh, Minnesota, uh, we don't have any professional teams. Yeah, and yeah. Um, so Alabama and Auburn. Uh, many people do, or do not realize that Auburn is a. Uh, school within the state of Alabama, um, they get loads of um, attention in this state. Absolutely, and I say this state. I'm currently, by the way, on the Panama Canal, so I'm I'm actually Ooh. not calling you from the state of of uh, of, of Alabama. But uh, but but like Panama, by the way, this uh, this country, which has a population roughly the same size as the state of Alabama, mm-hmm. they love baseball, and I'm in the process of writing an article hear about Panamanian baseball. That is, uh, Larry, do you have a few more minutes because we got started late? I need to take a very quick break. Do you you have like five more minutes after the break? Sure, that'd be great. That's wonderful. We'll be right back more with Larry, Alex Taunton, Tom Brady, baby. That's all I have to say. You can go to LarryAlexTaunton.com as well. Right back with Larry. Tom Bernard here, and with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website that one of your bankers has worked with a customer for more than 30 years. It's a long time for any business relationship. Is that common? Not only 30 years, but two generations. Our great client, Northland Fastening Systems. 30 years is definitely not common for a lot of bankers, but Brad has developed a relationship with that trusted customer that has allowed them to show steady growth every year they've been together. Building the relationship of trust is what we do best. It allows us to make quick deals that benefit them and all of our business customers. The cool thing is that it gives us a chance to be more than your banker, hopefully a partner, and maybe even a friend. I have never liked you, by the way. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience? Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Thanks, friend. And you are? <laughs> Real nice. Chuck Knobloch. <laughs> Chuck Knobloch. <laughs> 
If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Larry Alex Taunton, T-A-U-N-T-O-N. Uh, by the way, uh, the name Taunton in Minnesota is a prevalent name. Of, there are a lot of Tauntons in Minnesota. There are? Is it, yeah. Is it a pretty common name, Larry? Larry's not. That's uh, kind of shocking for me to hear that. Oh, is it really? Yeah, there are a lot of Tauntons here. <laughs> no kidding. I, I, don't, I, uh, I, I don't think I've ever bumped into anyone in my entire life that wasn't related to me that had the name Taunton. Well, maybe they still, they are related to you. They just tried to escape from you, Larry. That might be what it is. <laughs> Something that like that. very well be. I tell you what, if you're in Panama, that's one hell of a great uh, phone signal now. That that, that, that line yeah, you sounds sound great. like you're next door. Well, we can, uh, we can thank AT&T for that, I suppose. There you go. We can thank them, absolutely. That and your, that and your producer. Oh, don't start that now, Larry. And i got to be nice to her and everything. It's going to be just terrible. It's going to be very difficult. She's uh, pulling, a little, pulling a little magic there. There you go. Larry has published articles on many controversial topics, Trump, border walls, religion, politics, terrorism, Tim Tebow, and even one on dodgeball. Boy, you've covered it all, Larry. <laughs> dodgeball. <laughs> Is dodgeball Dodge- even allowed anymore? Oh, yeah, it's true. Throwing things at people. Yeah, I thought they, they even allow that anymore? It. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I wrote a piece for USA Today on dodgeball, and uh, it's somewhat tongue-in-cheek, but not entirely, and it has to do with how the social engineers are seeking to remove dodgeball from uh, from school curriculums because it is deemed too violent. And I (laughs) I just found myself thinking, you've got to be kidding me. Huh. Um, we're we're grazing a generation of uh, of pansies, but uh, I guess that's just, uh, that's just where that's just where we're where we're headed. You're my kind of guy, Larry. Write more articles. That's all I'm saying. Right there, a bunch that, of candy. I'm, I'm telling you, that is a sound that you will remember. That dodgeball hitting your head, oh, that yeah. boing sound that it. <laughs> Teaches you it. to be quicker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brings right back a little to my athletic childhood. ability. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't get hit by many. Got, the key was to lob one up so they look up at it and then you hit them with the oh, second. Yeah, I, I did that. Yeah. Sneaky. You, Larry, you said you did play but dodgeball? Oh, I enjoyed I enjoyed dodgeball. In fact, I loved dodgeball. That, mm-hmm. was, uh, that was one of my favorite games. Yeah. And I, can I can't that. say that I was playing it because I, I saw it as an opportunity to to bully, um, you know, weaker, smaller kids. That's I true. totally this did that. Fun. <laughs> That's true, Larry. <laughs> Apex predator. God, Larry, you just gave me this childhood memory in junior high school, right? Uh, 
a little uh, one of those deals. We're playing dodgeball, junior high school, and one of the big bully guys decided to bully a littler guy. And the little guy had had enough, so he stood up to the big guy. Unfortunately, it didn't go that well for him no. because the big guy put him in a headlock, and the entire gym is absolutely quiet. I mean, everything's just quiet. He's got him in a headlock, and all of a sudden you hear the little guy go just like this. He's killing me. <laughs> well, Tom, Tom, to give you some indication of where the culture is, I just you you probably aren't uh, watching SEC football, but last weekend, oh, yeah. I, at least I think it was last weekend, Alabama was playing the University of Tennessee, mm-hmm. and Tennessee's quarterback down on the goal line, he um, he changed the play that the coach had called Uh-oh. and fumbled it. And uh, one of Alabama's players returned it 102 yards for a oh. touchdown. Oh. So understandably, the coach was a little hot under the collar. A little, yeah. And as Jarrett as Jared Garantano was returning to the sideline, the Tennessee quarterback, um, his coach, Jeremy Pruitt, very briefly uh, gave a tug on his uh, on his face mask, oh, you know, yeah. angrily. Mm-hmm. And media went nuts over that, you know, at, at how rough he was. And I find myself thinking, as somebody, again, who grew up in the state of Alabama where we played football, perhaps the way you play <laughs> hockey right. um, in Minnesota, right. I just found myself thinking, do you realize, A, he's wearing body armor, and B, he's going to get hit far more violently than that. Oh, God, so it yes. just hardly seems to me like something that is that is worthy of all of us getting in an uproar about. Larry, I don't know what, what you're... Along with dodgeball. Along with dodgeball. I, I don't know what your age is, but I can guarantee you as a young boy watching Bo Beckler and Woody Hayes, they got a lot of face masks yanked. That's all those guys ever did. <laughs> <laughs> well, God. you know, I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm 52, and I'm sure that I'm going to be a grumpy old man who is just, <laughs> just carrying on about, uh, about how, how the whole world has turned into... Uh, uh, in, into something uh, less desirable and not as good as my own generation. But I can remember the days of Woody Hayes. In fact, Woody Hayes, that guy that guy actually did punch somebody in the face. Do you did. remember that? Yes, he did. <laughs> he did. And that was the end of his career. He did, and the world up going over that. But that was a little bit different. Yeah, that was a whole different deal. But that was back, oh, my God. I think Ohio State. Should, 1981. Yeah, that's, oh, God, you got it nailed. But, uh, yeah, that's. I just wish that Ohio State would once in a while have a good team. Jesus, Palomino, Larry. I've been putting up with that my entire life. You're an Ohio State fan. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I mean, I, I would think you're rooting for, what are they, 6 or 7-0? and oh, The Minnesota Gophers? 8-0 no now. And uh, a P.J. Fleck? Yeah, they're 8-0 no now. One thing eight, I you know, that, that hasn't no. happened since like the Civil War. <laughs> the Civil War of 2004, yeah. Um, I will tell you this, Larry. It uh, they were eight no in 2004. Yeah, it was 2004. You're absolutely right. The last time no they were kidding. ranked. Okay, they ranked well, I stand 13. Corrected. Thirteen. Well, you know what? They might not have been eight no though. Was, I, I thought I saw it was like it was like nineteen forty one was the last time they they were, were eight no. Yeah, and then they won the national championship that year. In sixty one, they won it too, but they weren't eight. They okay, so it was the Second World War, not yeah. the Civil War. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it wasn't the Civil War. It was the Second World War. I was Thanks, close. Larry. I was close. I just had my war wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I got the records right here. Oh, Andy's got the records. Our son's got the record. Let's see, eight and. 
Oh. Wow. Yeah, it looks like 1941. That was it? Wow. Mm-hmm. Look at Tevin all smug over there. Yeah, yeah right. you know. You. They were 14-0 <laughs> in 1903. The ball of just a slight <laughs> short time ago, 116 years ago, Larry, you were kicking ass. Look at us. <laughs> well, you Point know, of pride. You know, look, back in 1941, Minnesota team probably had a bunch of boys who had just returned home from killing Nazis, you know, uh-huh. or something, so... That was probably a pretty tough bunch in Minnesota at that time. Oh, yeah, we were 8 0 in 41 and 40 and 35 and 34. Oh, so that, that era was pretty good for wow. the uh, pretty good for the Gophers. Yeah, everybody, all the real well, men I were fighting. I seem to recall in, in my II. college football history, my almanac brain, I seem to recall that Minnesota actually won several national titles back in the, I don't know, like the 1930s and 40s. They did, yes. The last one was in 1961, which it's interesting to bring up, Larry, because the reason they won the national title is the University of Minnesota was the first Division One, what would be a Division One school now, uh, the first Division One school to to uh, recruit black players. That's a that's an absolute fact. They had a black quarterback, as a matter of fact, in 1961. People don't re- remember that. No kidding. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Sandy. that is uh, that is some uh, um, some college football trivia. Um, that I will use in my next article when I trash Tom Brady again. <laughs> well, I thought you were saying when I trash Tom Bernard. I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Wrong Tom. Wrong Tom. Tommy B. I know it's Tom, Tom B. something. But, no, it's it's absolutely true. There are a lot of black players. Uh, Carl Eller, of course. Uh, a lot of really great players on those teams back in, the, back in 1961. But, yeah, it's, it's because Minnesota – recruited and signed black players to their team. And I was told a wonderful story, but one of the players wanted to go to McDonald's, but where he was from, black people weren't allowed into McDonald's in 1960. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? That that was only, you know. Did you say 61 or 51? 1960. It was 1961 they won the the national title, yeah. That is interesting. Uh, Well, Alabama was among the last to integrate, Mm -hmm. and uh, that happened Mm -hmm. under the great coach Paul Bear Bryant, who who brought about integration on the uh, Alabama football team, and it it certainly went a long way um, towards integrating the state. Yes, it did. It absolutely did. Uh, it's you know what, Larry. I love talking to guys who know a lot about sports, but you, you you end up talking about real life. You end up talking about you know is Tom Brady overrated? Did what did Minnesota do? What did Alabama do? That's one thing about talking about sports on a broad base. You you get through pretty much all the aspects of life in and of itself because it's the kind of entertainment. I don't know many people now. Andy's not a sports fan. Our son Andy was he, he's not a sports fan, but there are not many. Uh, young people in America now that aren't sports fans, are there? That's a pretty big number, I, w- I would imagine. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a massive number. And, uh, you know, as I mentioned to you, you're talking about real life. Mm-hmm. Yes. As I say, I'm, I'm here on the Panama Canal, and um, very interesting. I'm trying to avoid jackhammers that are just outside my window. <laughs> that, are, yeah. that are doing some, yeah. uh, some uh, repair work on the... Uh, on the sidewalk, but I, I was, I'm, I'm not a huge baseball fan the way that I am a college and pro football fan, but I, yeah. but I'm a casual fan. I mean, I enjoy it. I watch the World Series, this kind of thing. And uh, anyway, uh, speaking of integration, uh, the this country uh, played a huge role in that regard, and it's because the New York Yankees, little known fact, 
the New York Yankees determined that, that this was a, a, a place they wanted to come and play spring training um, baseball oh. in the nineteen uh, the nineteen forties. They did it two years in a row. They were they were uh, many many Panamanians to this day are huge New York Yankees fans precisely because the Yankees determined that, that Panama was a country with a lot of baseball potential. And it was after seeing um, the Yankees play here in the Panama Canal against my father's team. Ooh. My father was in the United States Navy when they realized that he had lied about his age to um, to join the Navy and that he was also a tremendous athlete and a tremendous baseball player. He was assigned to the Navy's baseball team and got to play against Lou Gehrig and the New York Yankees here oh, in 1947. And in watching those games, a young baseball player by the name of Hector Lopez, who was an unknown at the time, was sitting in the stands, and he decided after seeing them play that he wanted to become a professional baseball player and uh, and had a great career and, uh, in the major leagues. And, of course, most recently – uh, Mariano Rivera, uh, yeah. who is a great yeah. Panamanian, who was uh, a national hero uh, here, and uh, he, he. But it all began with Hector Lopez, who who started that pipeline. That is a great thing, Larry Alex Taunton, ladies and gentlemen. Spectator.org: Five reasons why Tom Brady is overrated. You can find uh, Larry also at LarryAlexTaunton.com. Uh, Larry, you need to come back more often, man. We can get deep into sports. You, you've got an understanding of sports that few people have, and I, I would love to talk to you again soon, sir. I'd be delighted. And let me just say, let me just say this: for all Boston fans, I am not all Tom Brady and New England right. fans. I'm not in Panama. I am in Minneapolis. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He's right next door, ladies and gentlemen. We faked it the whole time. <laughs> Uh, Scott, Larry, thank you so much for your time. Great talking to you, sir. Hey, good talking to you, too. Y'all take care. Bye-bye. Bye. I love guys like him. That guy knows a lot about sports. Yeah. A lot, mm-hmm. about, a lot about a lot of things. I'm That's here. so funny talking about dodgeball. I remember, you know, there's always that kid, at least one kid, in mm-hmm. you know, you're in third grade, and he looks like he's in, you know, college, gigantic yes. child, you know, who's really strong, throwing the ball at everybody, like you said, in your face and <laughs> at your head. I remember... We we would play, and I was always tall, so I I was, I was good at it at dodgeball. And I remember conspiring. It's like, why don't we just take those large kids out right away? Yeah, just right. take them out. Yeah. So then we did, and then it was way more fun after they're, they're back in. The, <laughs> yeah. We used to call it trench, right? Yeah. Trench. Yeah. Isn't yeah. trench the same thing as dodgeball? I believe so. Yeah. 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 I just I just remember walking. You'd walk into the gym and you saw the big bin of dodgeballs, and you're like, "Yes, I know what we're doing <laughs> yep. today." No, I, I love dodgeball. I would use the ball because I was short. <laughs> So I would use the ball to deflect other balls. I would hold yeah. mine up yeah, and bong, bong, and then I would chuck mine. And Oh, I loved yeah. it. It was and, so much fun. And we had one where instead of, like, teams, we all, it was called, like, raindrops. And so they put, like, 30 dodgeballs out there, and it was every man for himself. Oh. And you're just running around. <laughs> dealing, dealing, Whipping dealing, the ball. Wheeling and dealing, baby. <laughs> I was good at catching the ball to get another team yeah. member back in. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's how you get them back in. They yeah. didn't allow dodgeball at, when I went to school they after didn't? that one year. <laughs> He's oh. killing me. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, <God>. Yeah. <laughs> the only, do- yeah, the that, only year of I dodgeball. I never, never saw anybody strangling anybody at our no. dodgeball. Oh, and it was so, because it was just really quiet. 
me. <laughs> nice teacher. <laughs> oh, he was laughing. I'm sorry. But he oh. was over there. The gym teacher was laughing his Child's ass off. Child's dying. This is wonderful. We'll take a break. Be right back. Oh, my God. The whiny Kostaki Economopolis with his oh, suckwad team. Oh, poor Kostaki. <laughs> his next with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. It's Tom, and I'm thrilled to let you know that due to the tremendous results and success from hundreds of people like me, that the 40-day Ultimate Weight Loss Program powered by Nutramost has opened a second location, conveniently located in Edina at France Avenue and 494. With this program, you can lose an average of 26.2 pounds in just 40 days. If you're serious about losing weight, feeling years younger and healthier, then this is for you. Ultimate's plan is the only weight loss plan to be strong, science certified for efficacy and safety. Schedule an immediate consultation in their newly dined location or in Plymouth or attend their free dinner at 6.30 p.m. on Monday, October 14th at Tavern on France Avenue in Edina. Call now, 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Study data comes from client-submitted data to a third party for tracking of daily weight loss and progress through the Nutrimost weight loss programs. See website for full disclaimer details, ultimatewl.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it was a cold This is big October music morning. for a bad team. <laughs> a cold October morning when Kostaki Economopolis' Atlanta Braves got their ass kicked yet again. <laughs> what is wrong with your team, man? My, my team's terrible. Terrible. They're terrible. I didn't terrible. see that coming. I didn't see that coming. How early in a game can you define it as garbage time? <laughs> well, there is that. What I would like happened? to do a Brexit-style exit from the Falcons. A Falxit? Can I just get out of the whole deal? <laughs> yes. I they would. make me wish CBS would start 60 Minutes on time. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it right at 7 o'clock <laughs> Eastern time. Let's go. Oh. Yeah, right. Or or one Eastern on Fox for the, for the regular yes, one. Yes, or one <laughs> Eastern. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's true for the L.A. residents or whatever it is. Well, this week I'm not surprised because Matt Ryan was out. He's got a sprained ankle, and the yeah, coach said he's running yeah. in the pool, which is a good metaphor for this team. All season it looks like they're running in a pool. It's, uh, <laughs> You're very happy. Matt Schaub, Matt Schaub got the start. Remember that name? Sure. Oh, God, yes, I do. He was a backup to Michael Vick 15 years ago. Oh, yep. God. Goodness. I remember that. Schaub's never run a dogfight, but he has been known to screw the pooch. You know what I'm <laughs> Thank saying? Thank you. Thank you very much. Great to be here. <laughs> Great to be here. I think Dan Quinn retired from coaching last year. He just didn't leave. It's a, it's a weekend at Bernie situation. Kind of looks like it. Kind of looks yeah. like it. Yeah, that's too bad, man. I know you love your, your your Atlanta squad, but it's just not working this year. No, both of my teams suck. I, I my Falcons are one and seven, and whoever is playing the Patriots is zero oh and eight. That's not a good team either. <laughs> that's, that's very true. God, every year they just kick ass. I, I, how does it happen? Oh, 
right? They're so good. And yeah, this year they're doing are. it with defense. It's even weirder, yep. right? Yep. My fantasy teams are killing it, though. I think that's why grown-ups like sleep so much. You get to dream about something else, you know. Like <laughs> sure, sure. Leading your team to championship, and then you wake up to a crying baby and dog vomit on the floor. You're like, I just want to sleep. Wouldn't you be just happier than hell if you were a Cleveland Browns fan knowing that that man was once your head coach and you fired him? Oh, that's right. Hey, my team drafted oh. Brett Favre and was like, this That's guy's right. never going to pan out. That's right. He was traded as a backup. Yep. Yeah, they they right. let Deion Sanders go, too. I don't know. What, what were yeah. they doing with that money? Nothing. Nothing. Not. Nothing at all. Yeah, I know. I don't know. We'll see. Well, and again, uh, we came up with a one defining line for being a Viking fan. Oh, what's that? This, from the time I was nine years old when the Minnesota Vikings first played their, they played their first game in Minnesota. The one line that describes that team for my whole life is, that was the only field goal Gary Anderson missed all year. (laughs) Every year we get that. It's like, oh, God. That's funny. That's funny to a Falcons fan. That's one of our great victories. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Oh, my God. All right, let's pivot to this. Did you hear the story about your Vikings, the Vikings safety, J. Ron Kirst? Yeah, Mm -hmm. how's he doing with the driving where you're there? There are cones there, Jaron. You're not supposed to drive there. Arrested for DWI while carrying a firearm without a permit. Well, that's oh. good thinking. Because yeah. when you're out drinking and driving, you want to have an unlicensed gun in the car. <laughs> <laughs> you sure do. Now, you know about the driving on the on the closed freeway part, right? No. What was the story exactly? That's why the cop pulled him over is because he drove around cones onto a part of the freeway that's under construction. It's not open. <laughs> oh, he was just over there driving. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, well. Just take an Uber. Take it over, Jim. Exactly. Winner of this week's Antonio Brown Citizenship Award. <laughs> well, there nice you have effort, it. buddy. Pretty much Muhammad true. Muhammad Sanu traded from the Falcons to the Patriots. He played for the Bengals and then the Falcons, and now he's a Patriot. So the hardest play for him to learn this week, victory formation. He finds it puzzling. <laughs> What's that? He doesn't, under- he doesn't understand how that works. Yeah, I know. It's just, oh, God. It's like the Patriots are playing chess, and the rest of the league is shopping at Chess King. <laughs> very... Chess King? Is that even still around? I don't know. That's what a good is... question. I should have looked it up. It was like a men's Anyone? clothing store. Seen a chess, chess King, King lately? I have no idea. Yeah, it was uh, a men's clothing store. Oh. Chess King. Don't remember that. No? Nobody no. Chess King? Just, just anybody anybody Chess King? I remember <laughs> Chess King. Tom? You like, right. It's you and me, Pally. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Tom Brady said he's not sure what the future holds. Uh, doesn't he go back and try to kill Sarah Connor? Isn't that what he does? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's pretty sure that's it. Possibility. Uh, Belichick won his 300th game. Uh, only three coaches with 300 or more. Uh, Don Shula and George Hallis. Think how long Shula would have to coach this Dolphins team to get 300 wins. Oh, that's my long, God. 300, 300 years. 300 years. Yeah. yeah ish. Hey, England, you want to tax us without representation? That's fine. We'll send you the Bengals. We're even. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Bengals played in London. Uh, the Bengals are a little reminiscent of the of an Abraham Lincoln speech. Four scores seven years ago. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> London has the tube, which made the Bengals feel home. They've been going down the tubes all year. Oh, God. Somebody's been hard at work. <laughs> Uh, I read that Odell Beckham had a tough matchup this week, and I thought, 
He's got a tough matchup every week. He's matched with Baker Mayfield. That's not. Yeah. That's not a tough. That's a tough run this year. That guy's. There's not. They're not doing well. Um, heartbreaker in Chicago. And for once, I'm not talking about the local cuisine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> no, no jokes about Chicago food or acceptable. No, no, no. You can no, absolutely. It's just there. Some of my favorite spots are there. That's very, very true. You know what I mean? I will have to say, largely, I prefer Chicago pizza to New York pizza. Oh, do you really? The th- I don't like the thick crust. That's my only problem. I like that, and I like that yeah, it's a lot like of a. Do. It's almost like a lasagna. It's so it's so deep. That's great. Listen to you. Don't you set it on there, <laughs> galloping gourmet? I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. <clears throat> I prefer that. I'll, I'll agree with the premise. Um, Jameis Winston uh, has now made more mistakes on the field than he has in his personal life. That's a lot. That's a lot, man. He I'm just like, passed a cigarette company for Winston most likely to kill you. <laughs> That's pretty good. Winston's buck sounds like a coupon you collect. Like every Winston buck, you get a, you get a free interception. He's it's like 400 interceptions. You get a canoe. This is, remember anybody? <laughs> Oh, that thing has gone the way of Chess King. That, that yeah, that I think premise? so. Apparently, yes. Apparently, right. that's true. All right, all right. You're a long-suffering football fan, Tom. I have a mm-hmm. quiz for you. Uh, Adrian Peterson is now number six on the all-time rushing list. This week, he passed both Jerome Bettis mm-hmm. and Ladainian Tomlins. Really? There's five guys ahead of him. Who you got? Five guys all-time running. This is the most most yards ever gained. Rushing yards. Rushing yards. Not yes. receiving. Not yet. Right. Just rushing, rushing only. Jim Brown. No, Jim Brown's not on this he's, top five. Oh, that's right. He quit early. That's right. He yeah, didn't play he's in the top career. many, but he's not top five. That's right, because he, he, he played for a short time because he became a movie star. Now, one yeah. of the guys that you're thinking of that did play for a short time, relatively speaking, is on this list. A short time, relatively speaking. Eric, what's his name? Eric Dickerson. Oh. Eric Dickerson. Also a good guess. I was going the other way. Uh, Barry Sanders retired early. Oh, yeah, he did. That's right. But Great he's running. third on this list. 15,000 rushing yards. Think if he, if he had hung around another few years, he would own every record ever. Kind of looks like Yeah, he was phenomenal. Really. Yeah. And really. fun. Fun yep. to watch. A lot of fun to watch. Uh, I'm trying to think so of who like else. Smith. OJ OJ Simpson, obviously. No. No, OJ's not on this list, He's but Emmett Smith, list. number He's... one. Emmett Smith, yeah, I can see, yeah. Yeah, Emmett Smith. Eighteen thousand yards rushing. God. Emmett Smith, Barry Sanders. Says Walt, There's one Walt more Payton's old school on and two new ish Bronco Nagurski? <laughs> no, not that old. Not that old. Not that old, pal. <laughs> okay. Red Grange? No, not that all. <laughs> I'm, I don't know the three other people. That's amazing. It? Emmett Smith, Is Terrell Paris Davis, Smith. that high up on the list? No. Who? Okay, who you got? Who? Who are the other three? Number two, Walter Payton. Oh God, yes, Jesus. Tevin, did you say yeah, that? I said Walter yeah, Payton. Nobody that. wants to listen to me. Oh, you said Walter wrong. Payton. Yeah, I mean, you can stock your. Tevin had it. Tevin had it. Died oh, young too. Died very young. Yeah. Terrible. Frank Gore still playing. Frank number number Gore four. Is number four. I had and number no five idea. surprised me a little bit. Curtis Martin. Curtis Three. Martin quietly played forever. Curtis Martin. Didn't he make TVs or something? Oh, that was Curtis Mathis. 
Never mind. <laughs> very different. Well, very different. Very different story. Very different. <laughs> Honest to God, I, I had no idea. I seriously, I Frank Gore is number four all time. Yeah, he's been yeah. in the league for like yeah forever. But and Adrian Peterson's number six. Those two guys are still playing. Yeah, that's right. And and Adrian could pass Curtis Martin this season. Um, and who knows if. He hangs around another season or two. Yeah, and if he passes Curtis Martin, he'll ask him for a loan. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> How do you piss away $90 million? When you have oh, that's a good question. You have a lot of fun, man. That's what happens when you pay to have like a camel at his birthday party that he's riding in on. All that child support he has. Yeah, there it is right there. Right there. Yeah, you should be able to, you should be able to park away. Ten million just yeah. to have the interest yeah. on that in just, case everything yeah. goes mm-hmm. wrong. Just a little purse money. I'm pretty sure that if you put ten million in an account, they can give you. They'll give you ten percent on that if you put that much money in an account. Yeah, right. A million bucks a year for the rest of your life, and you can't do that, huh? Can't party hard enough on a million. <laughs> no, nah, a million's not enough to party hard. No, that's true. No. No, you have to, you he's, can't. You he's can't probably write. got a bigger posse than you, Tom. I'm just guessing. Well, I don't have a camel that I ride into my birthday party. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> I don't have that like he did. <laughs> oh, God. Kostaki, that is the perfect amazing. mental image of yeah. wandering your NFL money. Yeah. That's a very funny. A camel to ride into your birthday you mean party? pissing away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. Unbelievable. That's all I have to say. Uh, yeah, I got to tell you a very quick story. You got 30 seconds? Yeah. Okay, we were in Nashville over the weekend, right? Had a wonderful time in Nashville. Just loved it. People were friendly. Everything, the food was great. We did a show there on Friday. The Holston House uh, was a great uh a great hotel, and the woman who ran the diner. Oh my God, Tom's obsessed with her. <laughs> no, I'm just Sad. I'm saying it for a reason. Okay, but anyway, she was a beautiful young black woman who had big old giant hair, dressed in like mostly Gucci stuff. Remember, she wore a Gucci outfit. <laughs> she was decked out. She was decked out. Uh, from Candace Wheeler at KQRS, a cute message from Chanel. Hey, thanks so much for staying at Holston House. The breakfast crew will miss you guys. Tom, I knew you had a face made for radio. Oh, oh okay, wow. Chanel. Burn. Okay, wow. Chanel. Chanel Tucker's Dang. her name. I just call her CT. Mm-hmm. Chanel Tucker. I loved Chanel. She's a, she, she was feisty. I will tell you that. She was a feisty woman. I loved her. I can't believe you said hair. I thought that was going a different direction there. Big old giants? No. Beautiful black woman, big old giant hair. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't go with booty or the other part. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's very true. It's a good point, actually. Uh, Chanel, you're a barn burner. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but in any case. Do you ever spend all right, t- I'm a Vikings fan. It was a good week for me, so I'm good here. Yeah, I'm a we're, Viking we're fan. Here we Fair go. weather fan, yeah. we might yeah. add. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Get on the fan, oh, man. I'm at the very end of the bandwagon. I just got on. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. true. Speaking of fans, my favorite, Mike Gelfand. You remember Mike Gelfand, don't you, Kostaki? Remind the me that. He's kind of a high voice, very smart guy, very, very funny guy. Yes, of course. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we were talking about, the, you know, because the, the, the Vikings played the Redskins, and there was a protest that Native Americans don't, you know, certain tribes of Native Americans don't like the name the Redskins, all the rest of it. And I right. just reminded I me of the day... It. 
Mike Gelfan said, you know, I got I understand your position, but I gotta be honest with you. If they ever named a team like, say, the Kansas City Jews, I'd never miss a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Great's true. Fair point. The Kansas City Jews. Get them out there. Let's go. <laughs> It'd be a great name for a baseball team, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, God. It's phenomenal. The Jews against the Cardinals. The yeah. Jews against the Cardinals. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> oh, well. That oh, all well. works out. All right, young man. Maybe, maybe next game. Next game. All right. I'm... I'll be watching. Go purple. Works for me, man. Thanks a lot. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. The stocky Economopolis and quick snaps. I do have some movie passes to give away. You do? To a yes. movie? Yes. Uh, the movie coming out called Midway. Have you seen the trailers Yeah, I saw it. As a matter of fact, I just saw them yesterday. Yeah, it looks really good. I'll be posting on our social media at Tom Bernard Podcast on Facebook and tar- mm. at Tom Bernard Show on Twitter. Um, I'll post a link. You can download your free passes. That's um, phenomenal. It's, it comes wonderful. out November 8th, mm-hmm. and, but we're giving a chance for listeners to go see it November 4th. Okay. You just got to make sure when you it's download. Monday. Yes. And it's going to be in Roseville at the AMC in Roseville, but just got to make sure if you do download and want to go see it, you get there early because they only can allow so many people in. So it's kind of yeah. like a first yep. come, first serve right. type of thing. Right. So I will be posting that. Um, that movie looks really, really good. I mean, is it the Midway, like a remake of Midway? Yeah, yeah it's ah. yep. it's based on the real life events of the heroic feat. Midway tells the story of the leader soldiers who use their instincts and fortitude and bravery to overcome the odds. So, who's in it? Uh, God, I saw. I know. Uh, Carlton Heston. No, <laughs> I should look it up real quick. But that's he, the other one. Uh, <laughs> I want to say I want to say it was like Brad Pitt, but I don't think that's right. Why am I seeing his face in the trailer? Because he has a is face it, for radio. Yep. <laughs> is he in the movie? I want. I don't know. So isn't he in the that like Ferrari versus Ford? Or who's in that movie? Isn't he in that one? Ferrari versus Ford that's coming out. Ferrari versus Ford. Yeah. 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 I think that's. That oh really? Why. Yeah. yeah. Oh okay. Here we go. It's Luke Evans, Patrick Wilson, who I love. Yeah, I do like Patrick Woody Wilson. Harrelson. Oh. Like that's, him too. Maybe that's who I was. Not, uh, not saying he looks like Brad Pitt, but I remember. Brad Pitt and Woody Harrelson. No, he don't. A big star. I was like, I'm, see, I'm seeing the now, face. Woody Harrelson does have a face for radio, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a big difference. That's going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family. 